Welcome to Bible Studies for Life Adult Podcast. Today we are talking about anger. And to join me to talk about anger is my co-host, Chris Johnson. I'm Lynn Pryor, and we are glad that you've taken the time to meet with us. Chris, you doing okay today? I am so angry. <laughs> oh, boy. I couldn't help it. I couldn't yeah, help it. Yeah, you, you uh, sound angry. <laughs> no, I am excited about this. Uh, Lynn, I, I'll let you continue with the introduction, sure. and then I'll, I'll talk more about You're about excited anger. about anger. Yes, okay. yes. All right. Well, joining us uh, to hopefully diffuse, uh, diffuse some anger is uh, Andrew Hudson. Andrew, thanks for being a part of our, our podcast today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Pleasure. It is not lost on me, Lynn and Chris, that uh, you invited me to the anger episode, uh, something uh, I dare say I know far too much about. So, <laughs> okay. I'm excited to uh, discuss this with you guys. Well, for those who aren't familiar with Andrew, Andrew does serve on the Bible Studies for Life team. He is our, what we call our brand manager. Uh, he helps us kind of get the word out about adult and students and kids Bible Studies for Life. But Andrew also has even a bigger role, I would say, at Lifeway, where you do a lot with our media team. Yeah, it's a fun, fun little job that I've got. I, I have a split role. So on, uh, you know, part of the week, I am very right-brained and part of the week, I'm very left-brained. But, um, you know, it scratches the itch of getting to be creative. And, and you know, our video team is making upwards of 3,000 videos a year. And uh, I've got a really, really solid team. That's my background. That's, that's what I went to school for. Um, and then I got got tagged to help lead marketing and so it's it's uh, that's a fun different job as well so well, you're it's, helping it's you're doing a great job of helping to get the word out about bible studies for life so thank and you. we well, we really do deeply thanks. appreciate that so we are talking about anger today and that's not always a topic that uh, we would address um, in uh, in bible studies for life but this whole unit has been about emotions and so in our in our prep time, when we were talking about what we would talk about, I was a strong advocate for us to being sure to talk about anger. And I really wanted it to be at a time where people would be there and talk about it. But as we went along with the planning and everything, it, it just came to the point that this was probably the best lesson to hit right now, which is in the holidays, in between Christmas and New Year's, when nobody shows up for group. So... Uh, and and I'm a little disappointed on that fact, but here's here's my prediction. I told you guys I had a prediction when we were doing um, when we were talking before the the podcast Chris, started. Chris the prophet. All right. Yeah, here so comes. here it is. I think that this will be one of our most listened to podcasts because of when it happens. So I want someone to track it for us to see if I, if I'm accurate that we have have more listeners because people have maybe a little more time or uh, because they maybe know that they're not going to be in a class, so, but they want to pick up the content. So let's watch the numbers to see if, if I'm right on this or not. And I do hope some groups are meeting with this because the fact it's the Christmas season, we've just come off of Christmas. For a lot of families, you know, we, we, it's not the Hallmark movie. Uh, it's a challenging time when families get together and anger can, you know, raise its ugly head up. So as we talk about anger, we're going to be in Psalm 35 and keep this in mind as, as you listen, uh, as, as you're in your group, keep this one thought in mind. This is where we're driving with Psalm 35. Take your anger to God and leave matters in his hands. It's as simple as now. I know that may sound trite just to say it that way. Oh, just take your anger to God. 
But that's the heart of this. Leave it in his hands. So we're going to be in Psalm 35, which is it's, it's described as one of the, what we call imprecatory psalms, which is those. So you're going to have to explain that. Yes, that's uh, to I've, me, I, to me mainly. <laughs> well, right. I, I, have, I have senior adults who will write in occasionally and say, I wish you would quit using those words that I have to go to the dictionary to look up to, to understand what it is. So this is one of those. Right, and this is those, it's, it's one of these psalms where it's, and I'm going to kind of put it in my own words, just to say, hey, God, I just need you to zap that person really good. You know, it, it sounds like, God, take vengeance for me. And, you know, some of them, they can get kind of graphic in their descriptions, but it sounds like, it doesn't sound like the love of Jesus in that. Uh, and, and, and we're looking at something where David prayed one of these prayers and said, whoa, David, where's the, where's the love of God in this? But what we want to keep in mind is David's feeling anger. And what he's doing, though, is he's taking that anger to God and says, God, I'm not going to deal with this. You deal with it. So this is what he says in verse, uh, starting verse one, oppose my opponents, Lord, fight those who fight me. Take your shields, large and small, and come to my aid. Draw the spear and javelin against my pursuers and assure me I am your deliverance. That sounds like a logical prayer. God, be against the people that, are, that I'm against or who are against me. <laughs> Lord, take them out. <laughs> you know, and it, it, it does sound harsh, but I just want to remind us, he's not taking matters in his hands. He's taking matters to God. So I think this is a timely topic for us for a lot of reasons. I think there's a lot of things, there's a lot of anger just in our culture. I think that we, we catch nuances of it uh, in the media. I think we've been through a, a brutal political time. And uh, there's just something about anger that when it surfaces, I think for a lot of people, it, it can catch them off guard. Uh, I'm, I'm noticing that uh, in my own life, I don't know if, if this is if this is a result of COVID uh, quarantine, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but uh, the, I I notice that when a button gets pressed or someone hits a nerve, um, that uh, my my filters aren't in place as strongly as I would like them to be. And I don't know if it's an age thing, uh, but I, you do notice that with senior adults, especially that the filter goes goes off and and they're not always able always able to control uh those kind of things i'm not saying that i'm that aged because i'm younger than lynn i just want to toss that out there (laughs) Uh, but uh in this in this psalm something has hit a nerve for david and he 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 is feeling anger and i do think it's wise that we do exactly what lynn talked about we that we express that anger to god that we tell him unfiltered what we're feeling what we're thinking and say to God what what we feel and what we would like him for him to do I don't I don't think that's a bad thing I think that's a great starting point in dealing with our anger and and, uh, Andrew I want to hear from you on this uh, but we don't know why David was angry but most scholars look at this this was probably that time before he was king where he was being pursued uh, by King Saul I mean, King Saul was wanting to take David's life. And I'm sure it just, it had to wear on David after a while. Just, okay, I'm constantly running. And he just, God, you got to step in. You just, you got to just whack this guy. You know, it's basically David's way of saying, God, please take vengeance for me. So, Andrew, we need to hear from you. 
Sure. I, I think that there is uh, one thing we need to do uh, in, in anger that I know that I did unsuccessfully for most of my adolescence as the spring chicken here now on this podcast with you <laughs> old guys. Um, my, my childhood was, uh, I, I found myself very angry all the time. Um, and that went through high school and through college. And um, one thing I did not do is communicate. And so if that was communicating to my peers or communicating what what David is doing here is communicating with God. Uh, so how do we just come before God and say, here is, he, our God, I promised you, is big enough to handle whatever criticism you've got. And so if you've got a, uh, something that is driving you crazy, then you express that to God and being able to vent to God, um, I think is going to provide so much relief to your anger um, on the outset. You use an interesting phrase about venting our anger, and uh, which I do think there's certainly inappropriate ways to vent our anger. Uh, but the I oh think yeah, the appropriate way is God. I, I need you to step in. Uh, you you need to take care of this, and that's what we say. And David even had opportunities. Assuming this was the issue with King Saul, David had two opportunities to take care of it himself. That's right. And so he didn't take it into his own hands to handle his own anger. He immediately started praying about it. He fasted over it. He um, mourned over it as he was in sackcloth. And so this is something that, that uh, I was very, very quick to jump into anger mode. And David takes a little, takes a break. Yeah. Now, what I think what can fuel some of his anger, we're going to skip down to verse 13. Uh but you can see how this would fuel his anger in the sense of God, these people oppose me and I've tried to be good to them. Look what he says in verse 13. Yet when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled myself with fasting and my prayer was genuine. I went about mourning as if for my friend or brother. I was bowed down with grief, like one mourning for a mother. In other words, he's saying, I really care for these people. But when I stumbled, they gathered in glee. They gathered against me. Assailants I did not know tore at me and did not stop. And with godless mockery, they gnashed their teeth at me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, th that total lack of empathy that he describes is, is that the, res the response of those who he had shown empathy to that they would react the other way uh, is really telling. What, what I love about anger um, and I don't want to push anger completely aside. Um, I would love to maybe use a different word for it. Uh, passion. Whenever I was angry, it was because I felt passionately about something. Um, and so now a redirected passion can be shifted from anger to love. So how is it that we can love passionately even our enemies? Well, and Andrew, that's great because one of the discussion questions we're wanting groups to talk about is that question. How can we respond well when we are treated unjustly by others? I mean, and that's a... When we've been mistreated, yeah, I think that's, that's a good way to talk about that. Um, so I had, I had this modeled for me early in my ministry uh, in my home church. Uh, 
some interesting things were going on in our church. There were, God was doing some amazing things, but, bef but before a, a real outpouring of God's spirit took place, there was a conflict in a deacons meeting between pastor and some deacons. And, um, and my pastor, his, his initial response was, Oh no, the things that we've been building for the things that we were hoping that would happen in a season of revival is this going to keep those kind of things from happening well one of the one of his chief antagonists um his his this man's mother went into the hospital and my pastor did what he would always do he went to the hospital to visit the mother of someone who had been attacking him uh and it was just a remarkable model for me early in my ministry that that it's, that's who we are and that's what we do we 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 care for, we do exactly what david described when when they were in trouble i went to them in their time of need i i grieved with them i uh i i, I took a i took a, a a meal to them when when there was a, a a death in the family and and then when when i fell it was the exact opposite but but i got to see a pastor model for me this is this is what we do we care for people even when they are opposed to us even when when there's tension between us we we minister to them in their time of need and uh it's you know it's it's been it's been something that has stuck with me all of my ministry i think one thing's fascinating in david's imprecatory psalm here this venting toward god um he never sees the answer to his prayer or we don't see it at least in this psalm uh, but there is a sense where he's just God do something and he leaves it in God's hands. In verse 17, uh, David said, Lord, how long will you look on? It's almost like, God, are you listening? <laughs> do something now. Rescue me from their ravages. Rescue my precious life from the young lions. And then he makes this turn in verse 18. I will praise you in the great assembly. I will exalt you among many people. There is a sense of, God, this is an issue. It's making me angry, but I'm leaving in your hands, and I will praise you. Difficult to do, to, to trust these kind of feelings to God. And just, again, Andrew, I appreciate the fact that you mentioned that obviously David did this on a couple of other occasions. And so we're seeing him do it in the midst of his anger as he's expressing it to God uh, in this passage. What is it that makes leaving anger and these kind of matters uh to god what what makes it so challenging for us what what there, there, there's something about this that it it, it, it seems counterintuitive so yeah, I mean, and that's a question that we ask our our folks to grapple with uh what are some of your responses or what do you think some of the responses will be from people in our groups chris the first thing i think of is you know anger tends to just I don't want to say catch us by surprise, but something makes us angry. We get angry quick. Uh, and it just, I mean, all of a sudden I've gone from zero to 60 in anger and we need, we want a response quickly. So leaving things in God's hands, that doesn't give me always the quick response yet. I might see an answer right in front or a solution right in front of me, which is far from what God would want. And I think that's the challenge. God, if he stepped in right then, it would be a whole lot better, but he doesn't. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily uh, anger is a bad thing. Again, like we are called to be slow to anger, right? And so we can get to anger, but per 
Lynn's comment there, it, it is something that boils very quickly inside of me. Um, this is going to be part of my, my teaching tip, but why I think it is so hard for us, Chris, is that we have to be vulnerable. We have to be humble in order to seek resolution or forgiveness, right? So we have to go to that person and say, I was wrong. I'm very, very sorry. Will you please forgive me? And that takes um, a lot of guts to do that. Um, and, you know, the times that I have either apologized to somebody else or other people have apologized to me with their anger. Um, in both cases, the relationship gets better. The relationship is sure. stronger after that. And so as my teaching tip to you guys, um, I, I want to encourage y'all to actually lead your discussion in this situation, in this group this week. What I want you to do is share time when you were out of line. I want you to, uh, for me, I would tell the story about when I was thrown out of an old man uh, recreational softball game. And wow. <clears throat> yep. Uh, um, wow. I am very uh, embarrassed. Uh, I think now it's a very funny story, but like it, there's a lot of shame that comes along with it. There's uh, some anger that still comes along with it, but it's one of those deals that I have vented to God for sure. And I have sought resolution for sure on that. And so now the relationship I have with the guys on that team are far deeper and stronger than a dump softball game, right? And so what I want you to do is share a story, talk about humility, talk about being vulnerable, talk about what, what's the worst case scenario that the person doesn't forgive you in your anger. Um, well, they're already mad at you, right? And so like you, it, the, the only thing you can do is better it by apologizing. So um, you need to reach out and then uh, offer uh, the floor and say, is there anybody else that wants to share right now? Um, and hopefully uh, there will be somebody that shares that hasn't sought resolution yet. And so now how can you come alongside that person or those people and over the course of the next week, check in with them, see how, uh, how it's going, if they've sought forgiveness, what the response has been, um, and just make sure you follow up. That's good, Andrew. Thank you. Now, uh, you've done some writing. You've done some thought. Not, not just, we're not talking about necessarily anger, but just some other issues. You've, you've written about repentance, Mm -hmm. uh, the strength of, uh, uh, I'm gonna call it the strength with the value of fasting. You've mm -hmm. written several eBooks. Now th these aren't large books, but can you tell us about those books you've written and how we can get a hold of them? Sure. Uh, these have been some of the most fun things that I've gotten to do lately. Um, there are a few things that are near and dear to my heart. Fasting is, uh, in my opinion, the spiritual discipline that has had the largest impact on my life. Uh, fasting is overlooked often in our society. Um, but if you are interested in learning about fasting or doing a long fast, uh, it is very difficult and so life-giving. Uh, to do an extended fast. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. So I, I wrote some of these eBooks. We, we have a series called How To. So How To Fast, How To Pray Through Journaling, How To Repent, How To Build Community. Um, and so we've got, uh, we've got a new one by Michael Kelly on how to have a quiet time. 
Um, these are all available on uh, BibleStudiesForLife.com. So they're on our website, but you can also, um, if you're signed up for our newsletter, uh, we send them out in there. Um, or just through, uh, you know, our social media campaigns uh, on Facebook and Instagram, you can find them there as, as well. Uh, but they are free to you. Uh, we, I just hope that they're uh, impactful for you. They're all about 15 pages or so. So you're not, uh, you're, you could finish it in about half an hour. Like you're, it is not a big time commitment. Um, but I think some of the best ones are written by other people uh, than myself. Uh, but it, it has been fun to <laughs> to uh, work on these. So the idea on the how-to is that it's, it's practical. It's, these are some things you can do like That's right. now. That's right. Okay. And, and hopefully kind of demystifying some of, you know, what does it really mean to pray? Prayer is confusing. So um, Chandler Vinoy, uh, who, who works at Lifeway with us, um, he wrote an ebook on how to pray through journaling and the process of that and what you should expect from that and how to do it. That's good, uh, Chris. What we need to do, because uh, we have a study, when, when we wrap up our study on emotions just in a few weeks, we're going to be jumping into a study on spiritual disciplines. Uh, so let me just tell you, I will put some links on the extra site, BibleStudiesForLife.com slash Adult Extra. I'll put some links on there so you can get access to those books. For instance, the week that we talk about fasting, Andrew, that'd be a great time to to mention that. Thank you for uh, not only just writing and coordinate those other writers on that too. Thanks. Absolutely. Right. It's been fun. We want to thank first. Thank you guys, uh, Lynn, uh, uh, Andrew, for being a part of this podcast today and for having this conversation. We really felt like it was important to talk about anger in, in this, in the whole study on emotions. It's, it's a, probably a topic that we avoid uh, that we probably don't give enough attention to. And uh, I think we've looked at it from some different perspectives today. I hope that's been helpful to those of you who are listeners. We want to thank you. Uh, do some things to help us to know that you've listened to this podcast so that we know that it's been of value to you. And uh, looking forward, Lynn, check the results to see if our, Oh, our, I can do that. That's easy. Uh, for me. Okay. Yeah. So, so right. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting that we're going to have great numbers uh, for, for this podcast just because of the timing of it. Thanks again for you who have listened for being a part of Bible studies for life podcast. We do this for you. Hope it's beneficial to you and look forward to you being with us next week.